Hello, welcome, and thank you for listening to the verse of the day, where we believe that the Bible is not just a book about the past, but it is a book full of wisdom and power for today. I'm honored that you would take a minute out of your day as we examine God's word together. We are going to continue today going through the book of Galatians. We're going to look at two verses from Galatians in chapter 3, verses 10 and 11. And as you recall, the book of Galatians is written to some Gentiles who were saved under Paul's ministry in a town called Galatia. Paul had visited there as a missionary, preached the gospel. People had been saved, set free, delivered from sin. A church had been born. People had been filled with the power of God's spirit. And Paul moved on to go and continue to preach on his missionary journey. And after he left, some Jewish people came in behind him and began teaching another gospel teaching that for these people to be saved, that Jesus' grace was not enough, that they actually had to keep the Old Testament law, which included uh, all of the eating requirements and and dietary laws and laws about purification and uh, even circumcision. And so the, the people in Galatia were very confused, and they reached out to Paul and said, These other people are teaching us this other stuff. What is the truth? And so Paul writes to them to reaffirm what he had taught them and bring more clarity on this very important issue. Can we earn our righteousness apart from Jesus? Can we be saved apart from the work of Christ? Is there a way to be made righteous apart from Christ? Do we have to add anything to what Christ did for us? And so Paul writes Galatians to answer that question. And so where we are going to pick it up today is in uh, chapter 3, verses 10 and 11. And Paul says, for all who rely on works of the law are under a curse. For it is written, Cursed be anyone who does not abide by all the things written in the book of the law and do them. Now it is evident that no one is justified before God by the law. The righteous shall live by faith. The righteous shall live by faith, or the just shall live by faith. By faith. Now, the first part, verse 10, Paul is saying, he quotes Deuteronomy, which said, hey, you have to keep all the law. And what Paul is saying is, have you kept all the law? And of course, the answer to that is no, none of us has kept God's law. No one except one who is Jesus Christ perfectly, sinlessly kept the law. But he's the only one. All of us, the rest of us, have sinned and fallen short of God's law. And because of sin, we are under a curse. And so Paul is telling the Galatians, do not put your faith in your own works. You cannot do it on your own. That if you rely on the works of your flesh, 
instead of Jesus' work for you, you will remain under the curse of sin. Unless you have your sin washed away, you remain under that curse, that separation that exists between sinful man and a holy God. Now, verse 11, he says, it is evident that no one is justified before God by the law, justified to be made righteous, that the law does not have the power to make you righteous. But he goes on to say, the righteous shall live by faith. What does that mean? What does it mean to live by faith? How do I today, I believe I am righteous today by faith in Jesus. So what does it mean to not only be justified by faith, but to continue in faith, living by faith? What does that mean? I believe it means that simply, it simply means this. I trust God. The righteous man trusts God. We believe God. I want you to think back to the very first sin. What was it? Well, you know, Adam and Eve, they ate that fruit in the garden and that was the first sin. That action was the result of Adam and Eve not trusting God. God had said, if you do this thing, this will happen. And Satan came and said, don't believe God. He is lying to you. He's only trying to keep good things from you. You don't have to listen to God. You can be your own God. Your eyes will be opened if you will only eat this fruit. And so instead of trusting God... They trusted Satan and they sinned. Trusting God, living by faith, it means, God, I trust you. I believe in you. I believe in your word. That means I trust in God in every area of my life, in every area of my life, that I don't say to God, uh, you know, God, I have my church life with you and I do that on Sunday, but God, this other part of my life, that that's just my part and I'm going to live my life the way I want to. You know, when we live that way, we're following in the pattern of sin that Adam and Eve fell into trying to live our lives apart from God. So none of my life, as, as a Christian, none of my life can be off limits to God. It means that when I experience hardship and difficulty and uh, hurt in this life, it means that I don't respond by doubting God because my circumstances do not, uh, uh, do not change who God is. No, as a person of faith... When I experience difficulty and hardship, I respond by trusting in God, by saying, God, I'm going to stand on your word. I'm going to believe that you are good. Even though my circumstances might be telling me something else, I am a person of faith and I'm going to believe 
that you are going to work out all things for my good. Even if I don't see it now, because I'm a person of faith, I'm going to respond in faith. Another big part of living by faith, of trusting God, is simply this, obeying his word. Obeying his word in in every area of our lives. Not to make us righteous, no, but because we have been made righteous, the righteous live by faith. It's not live by faith to earn your righteousness. And no, our righteousness has been bestowed upon us by the grace of God. Now I can live by faith. Now I can obey God's word. Every time we sin, me, you, anybody, every single sin is essentially us saying this, God, I don't trust you. Every sin is us saying that we don't trust God. When we sin, we are telling God, God, I don't believe that you are all satisfying. God, I don't believe that you are the answer that I need. God, I am going to seek my satisfaction apart from you and apart from your ways. That is sin. God, I don't trust your word. I don't trust that. My ultimate happiness is in pleasing and obeying you. God, I believe that I will be happier doing other things apart from you. So to live by faith, it means I trust God with my relationships. I live them according to God's word. I don't enter into sexual relationships with people who aren't my spouse because that's not God's way and I trust God's word. That means that I don't lie. It means that I don't cheat. It means that I don't steal. It means that I don't kill. Even though at times I may be tempted to do those things and I might think, I might believe the lie of the enemy and think that those things will ultimately get me what I want, but they won't, and it's a lie. It means that, God, I trust you with my health. God, I trust you with my finances. In every area of your life, it means obeying God's word. That's not an easy task. We can't do it on our own. We can't do it in our own strength. It's only made available to us by the power of God's Spirit working in our lives, which is so beautiful that God knows that we don't even have the, our own strength to obey His law. And so He puts the Spirit of Jesus inside of us so that we can obey Him because He loves us and He's gracious and He is a good God. So what does it mean to live by faith? It simply means this, God I'm trusting in you today. Thank you for listening today. I hope that this has blessed you. I'm so encouraged that you love God's word and that you love the author of God's word. I'm praying for you and I love you. And I know that if you're walking with Jesus, your best days are ahead.